felt like the lone star in a constellation of suits? The only crayon in a box full of beige? If you're a person of color navigating the often fraught landscape of corporate America, then you know the feeling. This podcast is for you. This episode is for you. We're diving head first into the complex and sometimes messy experience of being a person of color and leadership. From shattering glass ceilings to battling microaggressions in the boardroom, classroom, any room, we explored the triumphs and challenges of carving your own path in a system not always built for your boots or, or stilettos. Join me as we chat with, <clears throat> as we chat and unpack the realities of navigating biases, discrimination, and hostility while still climbing the corporate ladder. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and most importantly, we'll celebrate the resilience and power of forging your own path. This is more than just a podcast. It's a community, a space for people of color leaders to connect, share stories, and empower each other on this journey. So grab your headphones, your coffee, your tea, your wine, or your celebratory beverage of choice, and get ready to break some barriers together. Because in the face of adversity, one voice can spark a movement. And trust us, our voices are about to get loud. Okay, so before we begin, don't forget to subscribe. Let's do that now and be part of the conversation. Let's rewrite the narrative one mic drop at a time. Okay, so welcome, my loves, to the School of You 23 podcast, where we discuss sensitive topics and attempt at unloading and unraveling these unresolved traumas together. I will give advice and my opinion based on my own experiences and experiences of others in my circle. So let's just dive right into this, shall we? Today's topic is one that is personal to me. I've experienced and I experienced it in the worst way possible. Racism, discrimination at work. Why is this still happening? Let's just dive right on in, right? Okay. Just so if you this is your first time, I'm your host, Natasha Denise. Okay. And let's just get right into getting real. Okay. About the nitty gritty of being a person of color in leadership. We're talking glass ceilings shattering like pinatas, okay? Microaggressions disguised as office candy and carving your own path in a system that sometimes feels like it was built with a white-only sign on a front door. So buckle up, my melon-rich trailblazers. 
because this episode is about to get raw, real, and hopefully a little bit revolutionary. First things first, let's acknowledge the elephant in the in the boardroom. Racism. Racism exists. And I don't care if you're just entering into the workforce. I don't care if you've been in the workforce. I don't care if you haven't experienced this at all and you're a person of color. Just because you haven't experienced it does not mean it does not exist. Racism exists. Okay. I've been working since I was 15 with a permit. I didn't understand how severe the racism is, especially in corporate America, until until I actually got into a leadership position, administrative position at an archdiocese school. Yes, an archdiocese in Chicago school. And last year, or no, I'm sorry. Yes, last year in 2022, going into 2023 school year, it's the worst racism that I have ever experienced. And it's not a whispered rumor. It's a blaring neon sign that flickers on and off in the form of unconscious biases and conscious biases, discriminatory plot policies, and the and you know the occasional wow, you're you're so articulate. I did not know you knew how to speak like that. I thought all people of color were ignorant, were uneducated. I did not know that you knew how to form sentences so well. Do you ever just get that? They don't have to say it, just a shock on their face. Or they're so shocked that you know so much information. Like we're just, just, just idiots. It's enough to make you want to throw your whole latte at the dry eraser board. Okay. It's almost like you looking at Karen and you like read a book, Karen. Okay. You cannot generalize all black people. Read a book. Okay. Majority of the black community is more so middle class, upper middle class, just because white society shows poverty and attach the face of black people to it or Hispanic people to it, that does not make it true. Not trying to throw salt anywhere, just speaking, just spitting facts. But here's the thing. Giving up is not an option for people of color. We don't, we didn't fight tooth and nail to get these seats at the table just to politely sip our cup kombucha or whatever it is that you're sipping on while they mansplain the quarterly reports, okay, or the data. No, no, boo-boo. We're here to dismantle the system brick by brick, generation by generation. Will our sharp minds, our unwavering resilience, and a whole lot of melon magic, baby. Okay? It's one thing to be educated. It's one thing to be educated and swagged out. So, how do we do that? 
right? How do we shatter the glass ceiling without getting a glass shower in the process? Because baby, white people, racism or not, is not handing over these positions to us, okay? They're not. They're fighting it tooth and nail. So here are a few battle test tips from me, yours truly. Tip number one, know your worth. You are a powerhouse of talent, creativity, and just live experience. Don't let anyone, especially not the person who still uses a flip phone, tell you otherwise. Own your expertise. Speak your truth. And don't be afraid to take up space. Remember, silence is not golden. It's beige, baby. And we ain't rampage anymore. We in full living life color. We're not knocking on a door. We're not asking for a seat. We kicking that door in. We're pulling our own chair up at that table. Because it's something that First Lady Michelle Obama stated. That she was told that she wasn't worthy to sit at these tables. So when she came into these meetings, the board meetings, these, you know, all of the meetings that she's coming into, she's coming and she was coming in with a level and she's not like this now, but she's just saying at the beginning, you know, of her educational um, experience, she was she was coming into these situations hesitant, like she was confident in the information that she knew. But somebody told her that she wasn't good enough to be at the table. So it's almost like she had to prove herself. And it's something that she stated that made so much sense. And it's so true for so many of us, especially us in color, of color. As you sit in those board meetings, as you sit just in those meetings, period. You realize that the person that's speaking or all of these people that's speaking don't know what the hell they're talking about. Or it's mediocre at best. But they speak with so much confidence. They move with so much confidence. And she was wondering why. First Lady Michelle Obama stated that someone told them that they were fit to be at the table. That they, they had every right to be at that table. That they earned that right to be at that table. That the table belongs to them. And so because they were sold this all their life, they move accordingly all of their life. And but she realized that they was they was ill equipped to sit at the table that she was sitting at. She knew more than everybody at the table. So she changed her mindset. Her mindset was, no, I don't have to prove anything to you, but you have to prove everything to me because I know my worth. I know I earned this seat. Matter of fact, I had to bring my own seat and I'm still killing it. That's how you have to move. We ain't ran beige anymore. Tip number two, you don't have to build your tribe. You don't have to find your fellow barrier breakers, your melon squad, your support system. These are the people who will celebrate your victories, pick you up when you stumble, and remind you that you're not alone in this fight, that you are that boss chick, okay? Or you are that boss. Fix your crown. 
You walking around like you're the help. You walking around like you're the co-star. No, baby, you're the star. Lean on them. Laugh with them. And together, you're going to create a force that can move mountains or at least that break the room. At least get the break room stopped with decent coffee. At least somebody going to hear your voice. You have one. Use it. And whenever you feel or whenever someone pull you into them and makes you feel less than or make you second guess yourself, you always remember you earned that seat at the table. But something my grandmother used to always say, you don't let somebody rent a room in your head for free. I'm saying it again. You don't let someone especially someone beneath you, someone that's not even of your caliber. Why would you allow someone who has no substance in your life to rent a room in your head for free? You're tossing and turning all night. You have anxiety. You can't even think straight. You got all of this going on while that person is sleeping peacefully. And you sitting here, can't, you, 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 you can't even focus. If somebody told you that you want a million dollars, you wouldn't even know how to react to it because your mind is so caught up in what this person that has no substance sat here and told you. Don't let nobody rent a room in your in your mind for free. Okay? You need haters. If you don't have them, you're doing it wrong. You need them. Welcome them. Enjoy them. They're doing their job. Let them do their job. That's how you know you you're killing it. You're killing the game. Now, let's move on to tip number three. How about you embrace the messy? Now, I know you all are saying, thinking like, Natasha, what are you talking about? Embrace the messy. This journey won't be a perfectly manicured Instagram feed. Okay? This is about, this is going to be messy, especially if you're just entering into it. Or maybe you're not, but this is your first experience dealing with this. It's going to be messy, mommy. There will be moments of doubt and frustration. And I mean, hell, you maybe even shed a tear or two, okay, in a bathroom stall. We've all been there. And I'm not saying you shedding a tear or two because you sad. You shedding a tear or two because you pissed and you frustrated because there's consequences to that. You work too hard, right? You have too much to lose. So just don't let that mess define you. Splash some cold water on your face and shake that shit off and you keep it moving. Because you, you, you're, you are that it factor. You are the one that have that it factor. They coming at you because you hold substance. When you speak, everyone listen. They're mad because they're not you. They trying to figure out how you move in the way that you moving when you just moving naturally. And you know what you tell them? Don't be mad at me. Ask God. He the one that put me with this spirit. He the one that has me moving like this. Hell, I don't even know how I'm moving like this. I just I do what I do and I do it very well. You brush that shit off. Because a hater gonna hate. They always gonna have something to say. It's part of the process, but you don't let that mess define you. Although it's a part of the process, a testament to your strength and a reminder that you're human is allowing you to go through the process. 
because it is reminding you of your strength. It is reminding you that you're a human. Okay, a lot of us be born in these bubbles and we don't realize my grandmother used to always say it's a real world out here. These people don't care. It's a real world out here. You better learn how to read people and read the room and play them at, the, at their game. Don't play checkers when they play chess. You have, you have to be able to distinguish between the two and understand what you're dealing with. That's what I'm saying. This journey is going to be messy, but you need to embrace, embrace it. Because guess, guess what? At the end of the day, it's a life lesson. You gain wisdom for for it. And if you're real good at it, and if they and if if you're really good at advocating for yourself, you're gonna hit on where it hurt. An attorney. Sue their asses. Okay? Being human is freaking awesome. Don't let nobody tell you that it's not. Okay? If they if they was bold enough to come at you in such a racist, discriminatory way, then they should be accepting. Of the con- like archdiocese does not think that they are going to have to deal with the consequences and repercussions of being discriminatory and racist towards people of color, specific black women in leadership positions within their schools in Chicago. But if 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 the past haven't taught us anything, you gonna you're gonna read what you sow. Yes, you are. There's only so many lawsuits and, and there, there, there's so many lawsuits that can be directed your way. And there's so many of them that you can settle on before somebody, somebody is going to sit here and ring the alarm. Somebody's going to say, wait, something not right. OK. And so many other companies will, too, because like I said, silence is not golden. We're not ran beige anymore. Love bugs, you have to remember. That being a person of color leadership is not a walk in the park. It's a marathon through a damn minefield. But it's a marathon we were built to run. If it wasn't for our ancestors before us, our forefathers before us, we would not be where we at. We have came a long way. Don't let nobody think that we haven't. But damn it, we do have a long way to go. So keep your head held high. Your voice loud and your melon shining bright, extra bright. Put some put some extra coconut oil on it that day because we're breaking barriers, baby. And the world ain't ready for the view. They're not. They're not. OK, so we just going to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving. Let's get to this next one. And this one, we're going to dive into the trenches, the messy, the glorious trenches of climbing a corporate ladder while juggling the unwelcome baggage of the biases, the discrimination, the good old fashioned hostility. OK, so let's buckle up for this portion, because, baby, this ain't your grandma's boardroom. This is not your grandma's kitchen. This shit hit different. So let's face it. Right. The sea suit, it ain't exactly bursting with melon, is it? The corporate world, it's not exactly bursting with melon. And it's not that we're not qualified. <laughs> Let's not get that twisted. Navigating these white walled corridors can feel like running an obstacle course blindfolded. 
because we're dodging microaggressions disguised as compliments and side eye shopper within a stiletto. I've experienced that. There's this one woman at my previous archdiocese school that um, that I was the AP at, as well as a phenomenal educator as well. This white woman who I thought was like phenomenal. She was from California, gray hair, everything. I thought that she was great, but that's because the year before we had a white principal and I guess white leadership, white staff, just follow court because they can relate to each other. Well, we had got a black principal and oh my God, did this white woman, majority of all the white people there, did they not change? Did they not show who they really were? Did they not, did they not, uh, uh, how can I say it? Did they, did, did they not? rip off the camouflage and expose who they really were to us. Oh my goodness. I couldn't believe these people was teaching black kids. That shit is real. Okay. And if you following and for some reason they not they feel like the policy procedures, guidelines, rules, it was meant for everybody but them. They are exceptions to the rule. So there was this one time when I had to address or a situation that addressed one of their white colleagues or one of their white inner circles, baby, that sad eye. And I know we can do a sad eye. But that white woman's sad eye, if looks can kill, I would been dead. Okay? Let me put it like this. It's enough to make you want to grab your resume, stick your middle finger up, and be like, you know what? I, I'm opening up a soul food truck on Mars. Cause y'all can have earth, earth, like, is this, this is all messed up, but hold on, but hold on. Even though that's how we feel, y'all know we can't do that, right? Oh, okay. Cause if our ancestors had did that, we won't be where we at. So we do have to remember why we're here. Okay. You didn't climb this mountain barefoot just to admire the view from the bottom. Nah, you're here to rewrite the narrative. To paint the boardroom with the vibrant hues of your heritage and your hustle. Okay, so how how do we do that? How do we turn hostility into fuel, biases into fertilizer, fertilizer and discrimination into shit? I don't know. Maybe a good a, a good fertilizer. That's what we call it. Okay, I'm give you. Let's call it a survival kit. Okay, this is packed with battle tested advice. All right, let's 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 go. So I call I call these weapons. Okay, because these are weapons of defense. Weapon one is the armor of self-awareness, in which I already told you to know your worth. But it's more than about knowing your worth. Okay, you're walk you you have to understand that you're walking super supernova talent, a diversity unicorn, a game changer. Don't let anyone, especially not the, the person that's still using the Rolodex. Damn your light. Don't do it. Don't do it. Weapon tool. You better know how to effectively communicate. You better know what the Department of Labor laws are. You better know what those policies and procedures are so you can spit them back at them. Play them at their own game and document everything. Email everything, 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 everything in email, 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 email. 
play them at their own game. You didn't come to work to make friends. You came to do your job. You render your services so they can pay you for it. Point blank. This is this journey. It ain't a fairy tale. There's going to be stumbles, doubts and days when you question everything. There's there might be, you know, a, a, a colleague that you have and she might he or she might be white. I had a white colleague and I mentored her. And she was amazing to me, amazing to me. And it was so unfortunate how they like pulled her into them. And she was just so innocent, so pure. Like she really did not understand what was going on. Like what was what? Why were why was the racism so bad? Like why were they attacking us like that? But let me tell you something. Racist white people can lie their asses off. They can lie their asses off. So you're going to have moments where you're going to question even your white colleagues that has done nothing wrong to you because there's so many of them who has been racist towards you. Another thing, another weapon that you need to pay attention to is you need to utilize everything you can for your self-care. Your mental health is everything. And if you have to be at this job majority of the time, then you find ways to combat all of the anxiety and all of that frustration that's coming your way because it's not healthy. And then you also get into the habit and the practice of transitioning yourself out of the situation. You have options. Don't let no one think that you don't. So this is the last weapon. You have options. Don't let anyone think that you do not have options. We get upset and frustrated when we feel like the situation we in is permanent. But if it's not permanent, if it's temporary, you don't internalize that bullshit. You continue to move forward. It's about forward movement. You don't let what they're doing distract you from your goal. The end game is for you to transition out of the pit of despair so you can actually enter into, because jobs don't have to be bad. When people be like, well, that's just part of life. No, that's not. You can have a job or a career that you actually enjoy. That is not just like only a handful of people, only a small percentage of people, you know, is allotted that luxury. No. You work your ass off. You have every right to want to go to work and be happy. Navigating these biases, it's like, it, like I said, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint, okay? But my people of color, we were born with iron in our veins and fire in our souls, okay? Your melanin shining and you keep it going because the next generation do need us. We have to break down these walls. We have to. I don't want my daughter going into some something like this. And if she has to go into something like this, I want to be the person that can help her fight it because I know how to navigate through it. Remember, the climb to the top ain't easy, but it sure as hell doesn't have to be lonely. So I am going to leave you with an arsenal of melon magic to keep you armed and fabulous on your journey to success, to mindfulness, to peacefulness. Okay, so I'm going to leave you all different types. So please look into the um, the bio 
because that's where all the information is going to be. You got this. You got this. And don't think that you don't because you do. And I want you to leave a comment. I want you to leave a comment. Um, I do have, uh, what is that? What is that? Uh, Geneva. That's what it's called. So you can go into the Geneva app, G-E-N-E-V-A. And you can go into the School of U23. And that is where you can share your stories. Okay, your own stories of navigating biases and discrimination. You can leave a comment. Don't forget to like and share it. You can also go on my Instagram, that's School of You 2023. Okay, or you can go on School of You 23 on TikTok. Join us. Join a conversation. Join a conversation. Let's empower each other and prove that Melon deserves a seat at the top and every table along the way. Because we really out here killing it. We really are. So, my loves, I hope you really enjoyed this podcast. I thank you for listening and sharing your time with me. It was amazing discussing my thoughts with you. And don't forget to tune into the School of You 23 podcast every week where you're going to partake in riveting discussions with me. And maybe I have a surprise guest. You never know. But at the end of the day, I just want to say thank you. And I just want to tell you to tune in. And I just uh, and if you do like my podcast, like, share it, support it. I am new. But I am, but I'm getting more confident and I'm loving it and I'm loving this journey and I just want to get more involved and I'm not going to stop talking. I'm not going to stop posting. Um, this podcast is here to stay. I love it too much. It's therapy for me. Okay. So until next time, my loves, you all be safe. Don't forget to go on my other, uh, my other uh, social media streams just to see what's going on. See if you like Anything that I'm doing, don't forget to comment. Do not forget to share your stories. I love you. Go out there and kill it. Do you hear me? Because you got this. All right, folks. Have a great and safe day. Bye.